You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Hello, hello, folks. This is Jessica O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist, and we are here to look at the science, the data, the anecdotes that you can use to have a happier relationship a hotter sex life, and I'm really excited today because I am joined by Gregomino. I pronounced it right? Yes, correct. The full pronunciation is Gregorian. Gregorian, yes. Wait, and I thought I'd butcher it. And Grego and I go way back about 17 years. 17 years. 17 wow. or 18 years. Oh, wow. But you probably know Grego, and if you don't, you're going to Google her for sure, from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Yes. And so Grego and I bartended together yeah. 17 years ago when we were much younger, yeah. much faster, much, much, younger. <laughs> much stronger. <laughs> and um, the reason I have Grego here is once you Google her and see her story, you'll see that she is madly in love with her husband of 20 years, Pierre Jutra, yeah. who I in fact worked with. Yeah. And Pierre and Grego are ultimately responsible for getting Brandon <laughs> and I, Brandon, my, my husband, together. Yeah. yeah. So welcome. Thank you for having me, Jess, and I'm, I'm really happy to see you. I know. You haven't changed you. I mean, you look spectacular, <laughs> like like always. The truth is, Grego <laughs> looks exactly the same. As so, and it's our Asian gene. It is. It is, <laughs> yes. But somehow we're keeping our white husbands young, too. Yes. We have to <laughs> talk true. about that. So so let's uh, let's rewind a little bit. You've been with Pierre for 20 years. For 20 years, yes. And, and Grego's going to be sharing the secrets to this happy marriage <laughs> in the public eye with two kids, busy, busy lifestyle. And their story is really beautiful. And I know them personally, although we've been out of touch. I know how happy they are together, and that's why I wanted to talk to her. So tell me first, how did you and Pierre meet? So Pierre and I, we met, uh, we're both from Montreal, so we met in Montreal, and I used to work for Pierre when Pierre used to have a club in Montreal called De Salvios, and, and you know, there's a, it was a time in my, my life, you know, I just, you know, as a working um, actor, as a child actor, <laughs> I, I, I always worked all my youth, and, 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 and that phase when I'm uh, met Pierre was just you know just okay I, I want to have fun I, I just want to experience life and and so I worked for Pierre um, for eight months I caught the Salvios I was a bartender and I was so bad by, as a bartender you remember Jessica you were good when I, we were no, together I was so bad you remember you were you were actually working all time and I was just there having the shooter well Craig was pretty charming so she probably didn't have to pour as many drinks but um, me I was barking at no, people no you were amazing <laughs> I remember you were doing like 20 shooter 20 drinks yeah because I, I couldn't talk to anyone I, I've grown since then and I was doing like one drink at a time it's so true but um so I met Pierre um at the Club de Savios so I was working for him as a bartender but um I was in a previous relationship at that time Pierre too but the day we we met, there was there was this instant connection. Like it was just. But we were friends before, um, you know, being a couple, very good friends. We actually traveled together as a group of friends, and okay. then, yeah. And uh, it was only two years after that we started um, to be a couple. Okay, so you transitioned from friends. Yeah, to and I think I think this is why. Uh, you know, today I think we always we always had this chemistry as friends, like really, really, 
you know, of course the chemistry was there, but just we love to have fun together. He's he's like my best friend. Uh, we're like a team. I guess we're yeah a team. And I heard him talk about you on mm -hmm. one of the outtakes from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Yeah, and he referred crying. to Grego as a flower that's uh, constantly blossoming. My name is Pierre Jutra, and I'm married to Grégorien Minot. I would describe Grego as a flower that keeps blossoming. It's as if the sun follows her wherever she goes. She has a permanent smile on her face. Grego definitely wears her heart on her sleeves. Trust me, Grego definitely has a temper. To this end, my friends often refer to her as the general. There is no way Grego can hide her feelings. Grego is very expressive with her eyes, with her mouth, with her nose, and with her hair. <laughs> we like to have a lot of fun together. We laugh a lot. Elle me fait sentir comme si j'étais la personne la plus importante au monde. Je Love conquers all. So, I mean, I know this is a difficult question, but what is the secret to a happy marriage from your perspective? From my perspective, wow. Um, the secret, you know, I'll be honest, I don't think there's, there's, you know, for me, like, it, it, and it doesn't mean that works for, you know, everybody. Of but, course, yes. But for me, I think, to always remember why we fell in love. And, um, you know, Pierre, uh, I, I remember when I first saw him, I, there was just like those butterflies and this instant, like, yeah, instant connection. And just something that I knew that he was, he was the one. So I think, you know, to always remember why we fell in love. And of course, um, to respect each other. And you know, you, you have two young children. Yes. You both have very busy careers. Yes. So sometimes you must forget why you fell in love. Of course. And I will <laughs> tell you, Jessica, you know, we're, uh, you know, it's not always the picture perfect. No. Of course. No. And, and course. We, we go through hard times, good mm -hmm. times, and, and especially um, parents today to two little ones who, you know, we're, we have two beautiful children. They're amazing. But of course, you know, as parents, we, a relationship kind of take the back seat sometimes mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> and because uh, the focus is on the children um, and you know we, we're working on 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 not to forget mm -hmm. our relationship and, so and how make, like, make well how do you make time for well make time just you know going to restaurants or mm -hmm. or movies that's I'll be honest it's where we go to the movies but just uh, going to friends dinner, mm -hmm. friends house for dinner mm -hmm. without the kids. Without the kids, yeah. Without um, feeling guilty. I, I know, like any of the moms listening, feel very guilty. I was talking to my girlfriend the other day, who's you know very similar to you guys. Uh, happy marriage, uh, very very busy, two mm -hmm. young kids, and they're going to Europe for mm -hmm. I don't know five or six days this summer without the kids, and she's embarrassed to tell anybody. Oh really? But she's leaving the kids. I'm saying leave those kids. Yeah, it's good. It's you know what? It's good for the parents and it's good for the kids. It, it is good. Of course it's good. And she yeah. has her parents to help out and oh, his parents. Yeah. So it's not like they're leaving them, you know, no. in a box. No. <laughs> well, I, 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 like, I, I remember when I, Pierre and I, we went on the vacation for a week and Tristan was eight months and my grandparents came and, and um, I felt also, you know, that was the first time, but it, it was important for us to, yeah. to have that time. And of course, you know, every day you, you Skype, you call, but it's, it, it was very good for the both of us. And, and then you come back happier. Yes. With more energy. Yeah. You're going to be a better parent. Yeah. I agree.
But you know, so I I just started back. Uh, you know, I, I trained as a ballet dancer and I, I stopped. And now I'm going back into dancing. And okay. I just I'm try I'm learning how to ballroom dancing. And um, I was talking with my teacher that teaches couples. And it was sharing uh, this couple that are 60 years old and, and they're dancing the uh, Argentinian tango. Uh, and that's a sexy one, right? It's a sexy one. But he was telling me, Gregor, you know, and I was actually telling him, I want to take this with Pierre. Because mm -hmm. we need, we need, and that's why Jessica, I'm so happy because you might help us in the new <laughs> department. <laughs> you should. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm very honest, right, guys. I, it's, it's, After 20 years, after having two babies, sometimes you, you you kind of get in a routine and and it's hard sometimes to get out of this routine. So I'm, you know, Jessica, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to need some tips from you. You need me. <laughs> But you, don't, you don't need me. You guys are going to go take the Argentinian tango? Yes, we're going to, yes. We're it's funny how I can picture you Argentinian tangoing, but picturing Pierre is harder. I know. <laughs> And so, so in ballroom dancing, uh, the man has to lead mm -hmm. um, the, the woman. Always. That's the ballroom dancing. And, you know, for me, it's always, I always want to lead. I ah. Yeah. And so it's a very interesting kind of thing because I'm used to leading, well, especially in dance because I have a training, a, a, a training in dance. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, uh, so for me, my natural way is to lead. But no, no, no. My teacher was saying, "You have to. It's fifty-fifty. You have to trust, and you have to let your partner. The yeah. partner has to leave. So this is a whole experience. Had have to let your partner lead. So that's actually and really good practice it's for a you. Very good practice for me to 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 let him lead, even though if he doesn't know the step or he's he's he has to lead, and you have to trust him. So it's the switching of roles, yeah. it's the practice of uh, trust. Obviously, yeah. there's intimacy in dancing. It, it, and like it, it's face-to-face, eye-to-eye, chest-to-chest. And it's the passion, the tango, it's fire, it's that sensuality. So I'm looking forward to do that with Pierre. Nice. And the other thing about Pierre is he's so expressive, as you heard from that clip earlier. Yes. Yeah. Right? So is that your love language? Is your love language words? Is that how you feel loved? Yeah. Well, Pierre, you know, Pierre, Pierre's a, he's a romantic. He's <laughs> very romantic. He, And effusive. Yes, and and he's you know he's French Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> They love to write poems, and and um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a very lucky woman to have a husband that you know always treats me treats me like a like a princess. Yes, I remember that about yeah. you guys. So it's been a very long time. It's been a long time, yeah. And so when you think about like the most exciting thing you've done together, because excitement is what we really yeah. desire in relationships, and yeah. it's what keeps us motivated Can yes. you think of like what do you guys do that's exciting or what's the most exciting thing you've done together has it been travel i know you recently came back from yeah so, well recently uh we just yeah we just came back from thailand so i was born in thailand i was adopted when i was i was two weeks old by a french father and a french canadian mother and um a few months before giving birth to my own daughter so that that's three years ago i i found her Um, you found your biological my, my, my birth mom. And uh, a few months ago, we went back with our children, my adoptive parents. Oh, really? Yes, and Pierre, and we went to Thailand, and we traveled to Thailand, and we, we met her. And it was one of the most amazing um, lifetime-changing experience. Yeah. It's, some, it's something that 
Pierre and I, my children and my parents will always have, and, and, and her, my birth mom. And, and I found her, I wanted to find her just because I wanted to tell her how much, I want to thank her for, for, for the life she gave me. And um, it's all because of, you know, of, of, of her, and are you going to make me cry? Again? I know, I'm, guys, I'm bawling. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she was a very young woman when she decided to uh, give me up. And for me, it was, I considered this as a pure act of love. Of course. On her side. Um, unselfish. Me as a mother now, I can mm -hmm. just ex ex understand, you know, and to give up your own child. But you, you know this is for the right reasons. And uh, I wanted to tell her that regardless of, of if she didn't want to meet me or was not able or I was prepared to all um, scenarios. Um, but I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to let her, to let, I just wanted to uh, let her know that she did the right thing and, and that um, I only have love for her. And, um, she wanted to meet me. She was uh, she was she was always hoping to meet me one day, and and finally, it happened. And uh, we spent the whole week together with my family and her. And I, I got to know her. I got to spend. I got to see where she lives. And you I, got to share that experience with Pierre. I with mean. Pierre, and we um, actually also went to visit an orphanage. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, I think I saw that on with Insta my, stories. If you're not following Coco. Your Insta handle is yeah. Grego Mino. Grego Mino. Yeah, Mino is M-I-N-O-T, but we're going to stick that up on the site so you guys can take a look at it, too. Yeah. So I, I, have to, I have to tell you, so the re part of why I'm bawling <laughs> is that 17 years ago, when Grego and I were bartending together, we were getting ready in the washroom, and you don't remember this, I'm sure, but we were talking about like our backgrounds and yeah. your tie, and I'm Chinese, mixed, and Grego said these words to me. She said, I was adopted by French parents, mm -hmm. and they saved my life. Yeah. And so this, I was, I think, 20 mm -hmm. at the time, 20 mm -hmm. years old. Children were the farthest thing from my mind. But from that moment to today, um, I've known that I want to adopt. Oh. So Brandon, my husband and I, are in the process of adopting. You are? We are, yeah. Oh. Through, um, through Children's Aid in Ontario, Canada. So we're probably looking at like a slightly older child because they have a lower chance of being adopted. But Grego is a big part of that inspiration. Oh, um, actually, all of it. Uh, for, it's really she was the, you know, the impetus to get me thinking about it. From that day, we're getting ready in the bathroom you know, at Hotel. I remember. I remember. You're gonna make me cry now. And well, you got goosebumps. I know, and I cry very yeah, easily. So I'm a terrible interviewer. <laughs> but Jess, this is this is wonderful. I, I you know, for me, if there's something that sharing my story and and now to have this platform with the show yes to share my story i i feel like okay there's something bigger there's something there's there's a calling somewhere and i talk about adoption i am very fortunate because i have a beautiful story but not everybody has true everybody has a different adoption mm -hmm. story mine is a beautiful one um and uh but I know how hard it is to adopt, to, especially today. It is jumping through hoops, I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it shouldn't. Well, I think, so they, the, my very root, like, early experiences have been that they are very, very careful, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so they almost want to scare you off. Yeah. And I understand that because they're there to protect the kids and they mm -hmm. don't want someone, like, you know, making a decision like, yeah, sure, I'd love a puppy. <laughs> yeah. So they, they have to obviously vet you. So that's the beginning of my process. Yeah. And it sounds like you've had some 
like beautiful openings and some closures on yours getting to meet your mom really yes and, and uh you know now she's 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 gonna she's part of my life and and uh I promised her to to come back and and be part of her life. Wonderful. So and that that you know, to live that with my husband and my children that was amazing. And and I have a to have his support. Pierre was also, you know, to I think to have a partner that supports you oh. and encourages you in in your dreams. And 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 he was the what's the word in English? And and Instigator? Yeah, instigator. Yeah, instigator. Gregor, elle est française. Oui. Pardon mon anglais. For the Americans. So Pierre was also a a big instigator of me searching for her. Of course. It was always in me, but he triggered it. And I feel very lucky to have a partner that you know, helps me, understand me, to fulfill, to fulfill me as a woman, as a mother, as a woman. But to do that, that, um, to do that and be so supportive, I feel very, very privileged. So that, you know, I, I, I think in, in the relationship, when you feel that way and, you know, it has to be vice versa as well. But to see that we, we believe in each other and and uh so that was a big gift from pierre yeah um, for me yeah and i've known again i could see how supportive he he was of you back when you were acting yes and we were bartending always together supporting of me. yeah and i'm i'm in a similar case pierre and brendan are very similar yeah. in their disposition yeah. in the way they support us and we're very similar in that we are full of love but if you piss us off <laughs> i don't know about you but yeah, yeah. I, can, I can only tell from your facial expressions yeah but um sometimes when i don't know when i describe brandon my husband and how supportive he is i wonder if i'm the same like i feel like he inspires me to be as good as he is to yeah. be and i don't know if you feel the that same. way the same like they're just really loving people the same and i like i like your story that it's not like oh here's this one thing we do once a week that keeps us together it's yeah. that you it's the underlying kind of theoretical underpinnings of being supportive mm -hmm. of remembering why you first met mm -hmm. of making time even though you're you're busy as parents and professionals and of of course and anyone who's ever listened to me speak knows trying new things like trying. the Argentinian tango tango exactly and that video of Pierre has to go viral oh I, it will <laughs> it will and you know um you want to for me I want my children to to not just to see but to feel to know how what love is mm -hmm. and how a couple and and you know I I don't want to be fake and not, and, and not like I want my children to have this to learn those values mm -hmm. of what love and respect and, and communication and respect of each other. You know, I want Tristan to to treat his, his future wife the same my husband treats me and, and mm -hmm. Camelia the same with her future husband and partner or, or but but to see how um, Pierre and I we make the time for each other mm -hmm. and, and, and and the children they know. Mm -hmm. They know um, they know if mommy and daddy did something oh they, they know. So for us it's important to be real in front of the children. Will you fight in front of them? Because all couples fight. Well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, we really, really don't want to fight during the day. Okay. You know, it's something that uh, when we go to, you know, a few arguments, we really make the effort not to do it in front of the children. Okay. 
it's something that because children they understand they process it their own way and, right and um but we we really when we have you know little challenges we we try not to do in front of the, okay. the children i don't know if that's well i see i see uh, two sides and i'm sure there's some data on this i see on one side they're watching you resolve an issue and still come back together and love one another. Yeah, that's Having a good said point. that, they're young yeah. and they don't have the same ability, as you said, to process the emotional components. Yeah. Because sometimes you say things to hurt one another. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I mean, I have all the theory in the world. I know yeah. how you're supposed to behave in a relationship, but in the heat of the moment, I'm a jerk. Yeah. Right? We're emotional. <laughs> I'm we're, emotional, we're, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm an animal. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's really what it boils down I'm the, to. Actually, I'm the same, Jessica. Yeah. I'm the same. We Well, it's yeah. a human reaction. Yeah. That, like, we say things sometimes we, we do not want to yeah, every day. Do not want to say <laughs> and mean and master. It's always the aftermath. Oh, that's not that's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you brought up dancing many years ago, about ten years ago. Brandon and I took a salsa class together, and he like bought it for me for Christmas or something. I remember at one of the classes, like the second or third class, we got in a fight. And we kind of stormed out. And it turned us off dancing. And I always, we laugh about it now. Yeah. But I really want to take it up again. First of all, because Brandon has more rhythm. Like, I call him, like, Usher. He has so much <laughs> rhythm. He's such a talented dancer. Brandon's amazing. Yeah. Oh God, so, amazing. So I, I think we need to get back at it. We I, should get the, the tango class together. Oh, my God. We, we should. I will do it. But we my should. challenge is being in town. Yes. Like I need to do a I need to do a workshop all at once because of the travel. Okay, well we can but do that. I really and Grego's a professional dancer. Well, I I used to be not many years ago, uh, not anymore. But it's for me it's it's my, it's always been my passion. Mm -hmm. And um, and you also have your separate lives. That's another thing I noticed, right? Yeah. I know that you give one another space. Yes. Um, Pierre's in a very social job. Yes. Um, and you can't be more social than yeah, there so he is. Pierre runs uh, the Spoke Club in Toronto, which is yeah. a private members club for people in media, entertainment, and the arts. Correct. And so he knows everybody. Yeah. And Toronto is four or five million people. Yeah. And we all know each other. Yeah. Like, they call it the biggest small town. Yeah. So true. I'm sure you go out for dinner, yeah. and Pierre's running into people that he knows. Yeah. He also owned nightclubs in Toronto, yeah. which is how I knew him. I worked yeah. for him as well. Yeah. Um, and we, I just know that you were together when my husband and I got together and we learned from you. I remember like, you saying to me, it's funny how you remember things from so long ago. You said, I never worry about Pierre. I know that he's had his fun yeah. before he was with me, but he's just with me now. Mm -hmm. So how, how did you develop and cultivate that trust? Well, you know, we, we met, so we met in this environment. Mm -hmm. So that's why, um, both of us are actually very social. Like he's very social. I'm very social. And, and, and we, we met in that, that environment. So so I know how the business business works too, mm -hmm. and and uh, but I knew I just I just knew that you know um, when we decided to be a couple that um, that he would never cross the line and, and like like you know when we you know working in clubs working with people every day you know it's part of your work to be you know social you know social and, be, and even flirtatious yeah, i mean they're french people they're yeah, french. Exactly. <laughs> french we, we kiss we hug <laughs> this is us <laughs> yeah that makes sense so so but um but i i was i always knew and i've you know i, I never had this uh i, I was i never I was never worried mm -hmm. and I, I think he feels the same about me we just know we just uh you're committed to each other yes even when you're angry at each other even yeah. when you walk out yeah um and if you listen to older people much older than us um they'll say like the key to staying together is to decide to stay together yeah. even when you have weeks yeah. or months mm -hmm. even longer 
where you're a little bit unhappy with one another, when you're frustrated with one another, when issues seem insurmountable, yeah. especially when you have young children. Mm-hmm. Like those are the hardest years of your life. They're the most unhappy mm-hmm. years. Of, I mean, just statistically speaking, right? right? We see that marital sa- satisfaction plummets yeah. after you have kids. And yeah. if you stick it out, it can go back up. But if you give up, and I'm not saying that people mm-hmm. should never divorce. Mm-hmm. People should certainly divorce in some cases. Yeah. But you just have this, um, it seems you have a commitment to one another, and that's it. Well, I agree what you're saying, that if you decide to stay together, mm-hmm. it's it's it's, a, it's like a commitment. It's like, okay, I'm going to make, I will make this happen. I'm going to make it, and, and whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Within we'll, reason. We'll make it, you know, oh. and we're a team, like Pierre and I were a team. We're, yes. We, um, now we have a project that we're working together, we're creating together, so. Can so, you share uh, well, it's, it's, yeah, well, it's new. <laughs> not yet, <laughs> not yet. Okay. Uh, but I'll come back on the show and, no problem, and, and, and no I'll problem. share it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a project that we're very, I'm very passionate about it. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, we're working together on this project and, um, so we, we're, we're a team and, and everything, you know, we do, we, uh, but as two also different people, you know, Pierre is Pierre, I'm Grego. You're very different personalities. Yes. Yes. yes, and and uh, you know never, like I think with Pierre and I, we never forget who we are, we who we were in that relationship. I should have had Pierre come in. You should. I mean, Pierre. I mean, is is a very articulate, eloquent. As I said, well, you know what? Do you want Pierre? I can emotional. ask Pierre. I can I, I can ask him to come. Yeah. Yeah. To is have he here? Him. Yeah, he's here. Oh, okay. Okay, guys, hold on for one <laughs> second. We're gonna grab Pierre. All right, so Grego went and fetched Pierre, and this wasn't a setup, actually. I really didn't know we'd have Pierre here, but I worked for Pierre, as I said, about 17 years ago. Um, Brandon, my husband, and I were working at his nightclub, and I was bartending with Grego. And, uh, you know, we've stayed in touch, but we're, we don't see each other often or anything like that. We more cross paths, but they're a happy couple. And anytime I come across a couple that's this happy, I want to take what they've got and bottle it. So I already heard from Greg Go, and she told me all of your dirty secrets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all of your very clean secrets. But Pierre, why? Like, the way you speak about Greg Go is so beautiful. How, how, how are you so still in love after 20 years? That's a very good question. Um, and thank you for having me. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Um, I think it starts with vulnerability, being vulnerable with one another and transparent. And as difficult as that may be, I believe that is one of the keys to uh, the longevity of our marriage. I'm so glad you said that because I talk about vulnerability all the time. Mm. And I find in North America... Strength is such a strength is seen as the ultimate virtue, right? Like I am strong, mm. and I because I'm traveling so much and working with different cultures and diff- people from, you know, different ethnic influences, cultural influences in other spaces, they're willing to say, "Yes, I feel jealous. Yes, I feel insecure. Yes, I feel frustrated. Yes, I feel sad. Yes, I'm scared. Yes, I'm threatened." And North American culture. Um, I think we suppress our vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's am- that's really really amazing and profound, um, and that's a, I think a really important underpinning. So when you feel vulnerable, like because it's one thing to acknowledge vulnerability, how what do you do about it? Um, you know, I I think that the need for us to raise our level of vulnerability. Um, 
came about when we started having children. Ah. So we were always transparent with one another, but having children, in our opinion, uh, brings uh, another level of problematic situations. Of course. Mm -hmm. And then I think that what starts happening organically is that you start taking notes and <laughs> saying, well, it's your turn to do this because I did it last <laughs> night. Right. And, yeah. and it builds, um, sometimes can build walls. And I think that uh, going back to the vulnerable state that we were in when we were just together alone, uh, makes us uh, put things in perspective and uh, yeah by just sharing whether there are your frustrations or your uh, anxieties or your personal challenges that you're going through while you're composing with you know other people that you know your children that you end up falling in love all over again so you're you've you've got this this really um, different um, scenario that grows into your lives. And it's just, you know, you just have to learn how to compose with it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This is this is perfect, Pierre. We're glad you stepped in. <laughs> See, it wasn't so bad. No, you're very nice to me, as you've always been. And on, natural. And honestly, if you guys could see the way Gogo is looking at Pierre while he speaks, this is just, I wish we had the camera. I know Pierre wouldn't have come if the camera was here. But yeah, I'm really glad you came down. So thank you so much. Merci. Thank you for having me. And I am couldn't be happier about all of the success that you've uh, garnered oh, with this you. show and with your career, you. it couldn't happen to a better person. Thank yeah. you. And Pierre, Pierre helped to launch launch me in many, many ways. So, uh, yeah, I'm very thankful. Uh, I won't get into it, maybe off air. I, I think I've already apologized to Pierre for the way I behaved when I was 20 years old. No. <laughs> off air, if I haven't, I owe you that apology. I have I was a pain in the ass. Not at no, all. no, that's not true. You were. No. Anyhow, thank you very much. Thanks for Merci having us. All right, Grego, before we go, I think you probably have some fans listening. So you've got to tell us what was the show like? Was it was it what you expected? Was it better? Was it worse? You mentioned a higher purpose. How yeah. was working on The Real Housewives of Toronto? Well, my experience, I, I, it was an amazing experience uh, overall. Um, I've never done a reality show, so that was my first. Um, you know, it came with also different challenges, but um, at the end, um, I'm very happy. I, I'm very happy of, you know, the way they portrayed me. and. Oh, and yeah, I'm very satisfied. And, and um, the best compliment I have um, by fans or my family, my friends, is Grego, you know what? On the show, it's you. You stay cool. authentic to who you are mm -hmm. and with with others, and you're not pretending to be someone you're not, and uh, it's you. So for me, it's it's the best compliment. And yeah, it was an it was an, it's an amazing experience. Um, I met amazing women on the show. Yeah. I mean, not. All of us got along, but right. most of us did. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I met strong, amazing women, and I think you know now we can consider ourselves like friends. Right. You know, friends for for 
for life. And, and Pierre, because he's a little more behind the scenes. How did yeah. he handle it? Oh, he's so good. Very yeah. good. Very positive. Like, he's my number number one fan. And, and he was the one also. We kind of said, Grego, you know, I think you should do the show. Oh, really? Yeah. He's very supportive. I think you should do the show. And, and um, yeah, he's my biggest fan. Yeah, without him, I, I you know, without, without his support, I don't think I... I be able to do the show but but um yeah he was my my fan and said like, Gregor you do you know just always remember to be yourself and and um yeah very supportive awesome yeah. well we're looking forward to season two thank <laughs> yes. you so much for being here and everyone can find you Gregor Mino on Instagram yes make sure to follow her insta stories and I just want to do a quick recap from Gregor and Pierre's advice on how to stay together and happily married for 20 years. The first is to use your words to express yourself. And you heard that cut in from Pierre speaking about Grego as a flower that constantly blooms. Um, try new things together. They're going to be trying Argentinian tango and perhaps Brandon and I will join them if my schedule allows. Uh, Grego reminded us to always remember why you fell in love. And the way to remember it is to, you know, write the story. Go visit an old stomping ground. Actually, for Brandon and I, Right behind the bar where Grego and I bartended, we used to park. There was this, like, car garage. And um, many years ago, we went back, and this big, huge stuffed ape that we won at a fair at the CNE was yeah. still there. Really? Yeah, so just, like, revisiting spots that you used to go to, your old stomping grounds. That can help to boost those limerence chemicals and say remember and kind of, I guess, re reinvigorate those feelings you felt when you were first there in the beginning. Uh, of course, commit to staying together, even when it's tough. Uh, do wild and scary things together. Grego was talking off-air about skydiving. Mm -hmm. Next time she's back, we'll have her tell that story. And um, explore the emotional side of your past together, as Grego did on that journey to Thailand. And then Pierre, of course, walked in and gave the professional advice, which is to show vulnerability and Everything in life changes when you open up about your vulnerabilities. Yeah. Um, the way you interact with not only your partners, your lovers, but with your children, with your friends, with your neighbors, the willingness to admit that we're not perfect uh, really takes us a long way. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I know it's a struggle in the social media age, mm -hmm. but all of us suck sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> People always say, oh, I can't imagine you and Brandon fighting. You look so happy. I'm like, well, I don't put the fights on Instagram, <laughs> but maybe I should. Yeah. <laughs> Only then they'd all see that I'm always wrong. <laughs> He'll apologize, and in the end, you'll be like, ah, Dr. Jess was wrong. So thank you so much, folks. Thank you very much to our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Of course, if you are shopping for sex toys, make sure you use promo code Jess, J-E-S-S, to get 50% off. 50% off! All those are one fun toy, plus free shipping on your entire order at adamandeve.com. Thanks so much, folks. Make sure you get in touch with your questions and comments on all social media at Sex with Dr. Jess. Talk to you next week. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. Improve your life.